This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. McDowell's Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage LLC, and Summer's Funeral Home. Every life leaves a legacy. And now here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. I apologize for my voice this morning. It's it's a little croaky. I'm kind of getting over a, a lot of the stuff that's been going around, but I, I feel fine. It's just that my voice uh, it doesn't want to cooperate quite yet. <laughs> but today we have a special guest in. His name is Jim Sonnenberg. He is the Connections Pastor at True Hope uh, Church, downtown Boise. And uh, we're going to learn a lot about him, learn a lot about what's going on there at True Hope. And uh, first of all, welcome, Jim, to Game Plan for Life. Thank you so much, Skip. It's really an honor, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Well, we're, we're anxious to hear your story. And I'm going to ask you to start off by uh, going back in time and, and uh, back to where you grew up and kind of mm-hmm. take us through the march up until or, or where we are now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, again, it's so great to be here. And I've just started reading your book recently, so I'm about mm. a third of the way through and loving it and mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions for you but I guess I'll have to wait for later well, to ask them so I was born in Southern California Orange County uh, in 1982 to two amazing parents Larry and Rhonda mm-hmm. and uh, they met uh, going through their teaching credentials at Cal State Fullerton and so they uh, had myself and my brother Joe right uh, Joe and I grew up uh, riding bikes through orange groves and you know, playing a lot of sports together out in the backyard and all that the kind California of stuff. So, kids. Yep, yep. We had a lot of fun together. And uh, my parents homeschooled us. Again, they mm-hmm. were teachers and they uh, saw what it was like in the educational system. And they were like, we want something different. We want something better for our boys. So we were homeschooled from day one all the way through high school. So being a homeschooler, I never thought I would say that or that I would see that homeschooling is now trendy. Right, absolutely. <laughs> it was always more of an obscure, like, oh, you're one of those people. But mm. we had a great experience. I could talk a lot about that. But yeah, that was that was part of my journey and uh, grew up in a church and uh, came to faith in Christ in that church at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the thing for me was I saw that I was one way on Sunday and then I kind of behaved and acted another way during the week. And started to notice my sin nature mm. and just the the hypocrisy, if you will, or the the two differences. And so, um, I'm really grateful for youth leaders and my parents yeah. that help uh, point me in the right direction. That there, yes, there is brokenness. Yes, right. you know we right. we have a mess, and that's why we need Jesus to yep. to yep. forgive that's us and to give us came. a new. That's yeah, that's why He came. Yeah, so I uh, had that uh, journey growing up and then um, went to Saddleback College. It's a community college. Yes. Wasn't really sure where to, to start, and so that was a good 
uh, breaking ground for me. And I was actually surprised at how much my homeschooling background equipped me for uh, college uh, because you go to a couple classes and then you uh, do your work at home. And our homeschooling experience was with like 80 or 100 other families. And so we did classes a couple times a week and then our, did our stuff at home. Okay. So it was a very similar pattern when yeah. I got into college. Uh, in college, a buddy of mine invited me to the college ministry of Saddleback Church. Uh, at the time, it was called Crave. Mm-hmm. And it was a great, uh, great ministry. And God really, even though I grew up with a church background, I would say that's where I started to take my own faith steps. Uh, and I think every student at some point gets to a point where they they realize, you know, okay, this is what my family's done, but what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, that was a st- part of my journey and where God has brought me is uh, experiencing such an incredible college ministry that was able to help me out. Um, so, yeah, so I got involved in the college ministry there. And uh, one of the things that was incredible about that is I, I made so many friends. I started taking some spiritual steps that I had never taken before and uh, just really, really grew a lot there. The pastors there, Pastor Mike, Pastor Brad, uh, were just incredible leaders. And during that time, I had a midlife college crisis. Mm. I was like, okay, I thought I was gonna go in this direction. Skip, I was actually looking to get involved in politics. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah, imagine that. And I had this midlife college crisis and I was like, you know, I don't know if I wanna argue over healthcare and tax cuts and defense spending and whatever issues there were. And so that midlife college crisis uh, led me to a degree in communications. Uh, And then from there, um, I got uh, my degree in communications with an emphasis in political communication uh, and did an internship with Boy Scouts of America with their press uh, team. Mm -hmm. So that was really great. And um, so I, I really enjoyed that. And then the college pastor sat me down for lunch one day and to tr- I'm trying to go fast here because there's a lot of experiences I want to share with you. But basically I had this moment where I realized that what I want to do for my life, God wanted something else. And I had to come to a point of surrender. Mm-hmm. And when I surrendered, okay, God, I'm done fighting you on what I think you want for me. And I want to go a different way. And you want me to go this way. Um, I surrendered that, and shortly after that, the college pastor, Brad Baker, sat me down and said, hey, I'd really like to interview you for a position in our college ministry. Mm. And so that started my ministry journey, uh, coming on as the small groups college pastor uh, for Crave, which was the ministry that God had done so much work in my life. And so uh, that was really exciting to be able to give back to a ministry where God has blessed me. Yeah, boy, isn't that, isn't that good? You know, being able to, to give back to ministries that have blessed us. I mean, that's how we, my wife and I, figure where we're going to give. You know, we're going to give to those that have blessed us, the mm-hmm. ministries that, that have blessed us. Yeah, that's that's so good. Yeah, so I got involved there in that college ministry, and that was a part of Saddleback Church with Pastor Rick Warren. Rick Warren. And um, I served 12 years on staff there, Yep. Uh, about five and a half, six years in college ministry. Had so much fun with that, Skip. We uh, went on retreats. We took uh, trips to missions work and so forth. I got to go to India to Rwanda mm. um, twice. I got to go to the Philippines and China. And it was just, they were incredible trips and a lot of fun. And when I started working in the college ministry, a bunch of my buddies that I grew up, so to speak with, in the college ministry started going to this post-college ministry group at the church. Uh, And it was the same time as the college ministry to help get students, you know, 
that are a little too old for college onto the next yeah. thing. So I went to one of their events and uh, it was a Nerf gun war. And there was this uh, <laughs> girl there uh, that was uh, eyeing me out. Honestly, I was a uh, little clueless at the time. I'm embarrassed to say, but uh, my wife Kelly was there. Yeah, yeah. And so, so she was shooting, <clears throat> shooting your bullets. Yeah. Your so she out. and her friend went, her friend <laughs> was checking out the host of the party. And then when the, the girls left, uh, Kelly said to Elise, Hey, uh, or no, Elise said to Kelly, tell me about Austin. And Kelly said, Austin, tell me about Jim. Hmm. And I grew up with Elise and her brother and Elise paused for a moment. She said, you guys are totally going to get married once she processed it. So yeah, (laughs) fast forward, um, a year later we started dating Mm -hmm. and we were dated for nine months, uh, engaged for four. Mm -hmm. And, uh, now I have 12 years in with my beautiful bride. So, so that's how we met was, uh, in my college ministry years. And, uh, it was a lot of fun serving with her, with students on trips. Um, one of my highlights at, at Saddleback, uh, was one time Rick, uh, was baptizing on a weekend where I was scheduled to, to do the baptisms. And so he just jumped in the water with me and we baptized over 200 people one Sunday morning. Oh, man. It felt like the book of Acts, you know, just wow. like next person, next person declaring their faith in Christ. So it was really exciting. Wow, that is exciting. So then from there, went to serve in adult ministries at Saddleback Anaheim, uh, one of the campuses. Had a great time with that and that was a lot of fun. And uh, Pastor Jeremiah was a great leader and, and learned a lot there. And that was an exciting journey, too. And when I was in college ministry, though, God had started to stir for Kelly and I um, that I, that California wouldn't be our home forever. Uh, even before I went to the Anaheim campus and served there five and a half years, we had this sense that like God was going to stir something new and, and send us on a yeah. new adventure. And so we started praying about that. And I was six, seven years of, of prayer. Uh, but pretty early on in that prayer time, Idaho started to be just a spot we were interested in going. We wanted to be closer to nature. Uh, we love the outdoors. We wanted to be uh, an environment that was family friendly. Uh, and we just wanted to be by the mountains, honestly. Sure, sure. And so, yeah, that started that journey of us uh, exploring what it would look like to come to Idaho. Mm-hmm. So, um after a lot of years, uh, so we we had our son Judah, and so yeah. that when you have your first child, any dreams or adventures you want to go on kind of fade into the background. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in survival mode for a little bit, and then the dream comes back stronger. And then Kate, our daughter, came along, and you know you're learning to do life with two kids, and then the dream comes back even stronger. Hmm. And we got to this spot where we're like, okay, what are we gonna? Are we just going to keep dreaming about this? Or are we going to do something about it? Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever seen the little movie Up. It's oh. an animated movie mm-hmm. with the guy okay, in the house yeah, and yeah. the, the yeah. balloons that lift his house up in the air and they go on adventure. There's a sweet little montage at the beginning about him and his wife dreaming about going to Paradise Falls, but they never go. And Kelly or I, I can't remember which one of us, turned to each other and said, is Idaho going to be our Paradise Falls where we always talk about going, but we never do? Mm-hmm. We're like, no, we got we to gotta try this out. So... We uh, decided to come up here in February when it wasn't as pretty and being a Southern Californian, I wanted to go when it was cold. So I'm not like Mm -hmm. thinking it's something else that it's not, right? And we came up here and uh, we walked in the first uh, Baptist Boise at the time, now known as True Hope Church. And part of our journey of like God feeling of leading us to change is we felt like God wanted to get us outside of our comfort zone, that he wanted us to grow in ways that we Mm -hmm. couldn't grow where we were at. 
And so we walk into the service and Pastor Bruce is speaking and he, right. he shares the story of Abraham in Hebrews where he says, when, when God called him, he left. Mm-hmm. And uh, his first point was when God calls you, he calls you to leave the safe, the familiar, and the comfortable. Yep. And that just hit, you know, just mm-hmm. hit me to the core. And uh, I, that's kind of one of the points I wanted to bring up, Skip, is as I, I would really appreciate you inviting me on the show. And as I think back of all the journeys and the fun in my life, yep. a lot of that came from stepping outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. And so um, that's just been a part of my story is I've, I find the journey and the joy of following God when I get outside of myself yeah. and I follow him outside of my comfort yeah. zone. I like to say that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Yes, it really does. Oh. Yeah. And so between that and a couple more um, scenarios that weekend that just really showed us that God was in this, we came back from that trip saying, okay, this is where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We just had clarity that God wanted us up here. And um, a few months go by, uh, I had sent communication to Pastor Bruce, and I was on my way into work one day, and I get a call from a 208 number up here, and mm-hmm. I just had this sense, okay, strap in the seatbelt, the journey's about to yeah. get a little crazy. And I grew up in Southern California my whole life, and right. so I, I have not gone on a lot of adventures like that, so God really wanted to get me outside of that safety net of my family, the safety net of that longevity, working 12 years on staff at Saddleback. So yeah, that's, that's uh, the journey. Um, we started conversations with Pastor Bruce and mm-hmm. came up in June of 2018, uh, signed papers on July, and we were up here at the end of August of 2018. Wow. And we've been up here ever since then. It's been such a joyful ride. Yeah, <laughs> what, a, what a great story. What a great story. And uh, Pastor Bruce Young at uh, True Hope downtown Boise is uh, who Jim Jim is referring to, and uh, Jim has uh, done a wonderful job since he's been uh, on staff. He's got a number of hats that he wears. Your hat rack must be full at home when you put a new one on each day. Things that you've got to do, but uh, we're going to kind of talk about some of that thing. There's some of that stuff. There's one thing that's really kind of neat that's going on at, uh, at the church. Um, and, and maybe we'll talk about that right now. Uh, tell us about the Boise high kids that are coming over for lunch. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So gosh, last, so it's 2021. So 2022, um, I, I, I don't remember the exact details, but basically how it started, but basically several students, a lot of them walk by our church every day on their way to different restaurants or Albertsons or whatever to grab lunch. We have a patio. They sit there and they eat lunch. And we're like, here's 20, 30 students that are on our property almost every day having lunch. And so one of our staff went out there and said, hey, um, if we grill you some dogs uh, next Thursday, would you bring your friends back and come for some free hot dogs? And they're like, oh, yeah, of course we would. So that started the lunches. We had, you know, 20, 30 people. It grew to 40, maybe 50 by the end of the school year. Um, And then summer break, we uh, hired Lissa, our youth pastor. Mm -hmm. She came on board. We said, hey, we got these lunches that are taking place. And would you, you know, help kind of spearhead this? Because these are students that you're trying to reach. She's like, absolutely. And we joke now because she's like, this wasn't a part of my job description because this these lunches have grown to 170 students. <laughs> wow. So she's like our chef extraordinaire <laughs> slash <amazing>. pastor. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's been so cool to see these students come 
They don't have a long break, and we've been serving them outside. But now, as the weather's gotten colder, we're serving the food inside. Some of them sit outside. Some of them sit inside. And Skip, they're starting to open up to us. That's great. And it's been so great. I was asking students, "What are you doing for Thanksgiving?" Oh, I'm going crabbing on the Oregon coast. You know, I'm going back to Chicago for my grandma's funeral、mm. and being able to follow up with that student. How did that service go? And、yeah. um, I come up to these two students and, hey, how do you guys know each other? We met here at the lunch, and so it's the a couple of coaches have started coming yeah, over, yeah. and so they're ecstatic that.、Mm. And the, stu- the the staff there seems a little surprised how kind and polite the students are,、yeah. <laughs> but you know, with your own kids, you they you go out somewhere and、right. then everybody's a little bit more polite. But yeah, the the students are loving it. And I had a student、uh, a couple weeks ago tell me that the Thursday lunches are the highlight of his day. No kidding. And so each week we're serving 170 students.、Uh, Lisa is working on connecting them to the、yep. ministries here at the church, but that'll take time.、Yep. Uh, but we're really excited to see what God's well, doing. Well, that's a Great start. I mean, absolutely. You get some hot dogs and stuff like that. You're gonna you're gonna attract some attention, and、uh, like you say, that leads to the next thing and the next thing. And so, yeah, that's that's a great ministry. Yeah, and I had a student yesterday ask me kind of a. A, a spiritual question about what we believed about a topic, and、yeah. so, and was that in the Bible and yeah, stuff? So, yeah, and we,、happen. we've got a, a, a. I love seeing the volunteers that are making this happen too. We've got a team of great people、mm-hmm. that are there every week. Uh, one of them、uh, is as a Gideon, and so he has Bibles available for students、yep. that want them, but、yeah. they're not. It's not like no, you have to pick no, up a Bible no, in order to have lunch, no, you know.、No. Uh, but it's just really cool to see see what God's doing there. So we. We invite others to partner with us on this adventure. Well, that's quite a ministry. I, I've never quite heard of anything like that. But、uh, the fact that Boise High is right there, and the church is right there, and they walk across the street, and、uh, yeah, something else I want to say about that. I think、um, our society has lost the art of neighboring. Yeah, right. Yeah. Our society has lost the art of kindness. Right. And so, for us to be neighbors to these students, to, for us to be kind. It's opening so many doors. I, even last night,、uh, we had someone coming over to look at our garage door because、uh, the system wasn't working right. Yep. And this guy saw what the issue was, and he had to replace the garage door mechanisms and stuff. So he was going to be there for an hour and a half, two hours, and it's like four, four thirty. So he's、yeah. going to be working into the evening. And so I said to him, "Hey, we're making some pizza. Do you want a couple slices?" Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And the kids got all behind this, and they kept going out. Hey, do you like cucumbers too? And running back, and <laughs> and he was so blessed.、That's、he asked、great. me later, "What do you do?"、Oh, I'm a pastor, and he's just opened up about his spiritual story, and and、yeah. and he's gonna be checking out True Hope Church for Christmas Fantastic. Eve. Fantastic.、Yeah. Which we want to invite anybody who doesn't have a church family to come、yeah. join us on December twenty third at five thirty. We have、uh, Christmas Eve the twenty fourth at three o'clock, four fifteen and five thirty. So, so there's four services. Yep, four yeah, four services, three on Christmas Eve, right? At three and four fifteen and five thirty. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's great. Yeah, I think anybody that's looking for a church、uh, ought to check this out for sure. So we've got a few minutes left. I want to go back、um, talk about your your、uh, title, connections pastor. What is a connections pastor? Well, the best way I know how to answer it is to tell you God's purpose for me. Yeah,、uh, God's purpose for me is to. 
to um, be loved by him, right? To receive his love and to love others with that love. But he's also given me this purpose to connect others to him and to connect others to each other. And so I love making, like even with the lunches, Skip, calling you up and saying, hey, there's these two coaches here. Would you like to come meet them? Uh, I love doing stuff like that. I'm a great networker for others, but I'm a horrible networker of myself. (laughs) (laughs) I just, that's just not who I am. But man, if I hear that somebody over here, uh, even even difficult scenarios, like there's uh, some families in our church who've gone through loss and to be able to connect them to each other, to share their stories, yeah. uh, you know, anything in between. So I love, uh, I've, I've helped connect a young married group. I just, you know, in the lobby, I'm like, oh, there's a new young married couple. There's a couple more young married couples, host the lunch, get them all together and they have a group started now. So that's a big part of what I love to do. Connecting yes. people. Boy, that is so important. Absolutely, absolutely. So what else are you uh, doing at the church besides what we've discussed? Yeah, there's there's a lot of great stuff that's happening. Um, one of the things, I mean, 2020 and COVID really shook the church, right? It yeah. really, uh, you know, rocked many churches. And what I've really appreciated about um, our church family is, yes, we have to take precautions. Yes, we want to be smart, but we're going to keep doing God's ministry um, and for those who need to stay home, we got online services. Yeah, online for those services, who want to yep. be in person, we're going to keep going. And it's been really meaningful to see people come back to church who haven't been in a while, and they're in tears mm-hmm. because it's been so long since they've been yeah. in person with their family. So uh, other things we got going on, we got food bank every Saturday. Right. Uh, it's making a huge impact. Boy, that's a great thing, too. If you have a neighbor or somebody you run across or a family that's that's going through job loss and their finances are tight, yep. have them come to True Hope downtown on Saturday mornings, 8 to 11, and we'd love to serve them some food. It's a drive through option. Give us that address so people kind of know. Yeah, where. it's uh, 607 North 13th Street. Boise, Idaho, 83702. So it's right up 13th Street. And, yeah, right uh, across from blocks. Boise High and their tennis courts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we In the summer, we do Park Church, which is a fun oh, yeah. adventure where we decide for a couple months in the summer, once one Sunday a month, that we, we would decentralize a little bit and meet in parks mm-hmm. uh, so that we can connect with each other in our neighborhoods. Yeah. So we have people that come, they're like, oh, I, I sit by you church, but I didn't know you lived in my neighborhood. So those kinds of things, but also connecting neighbors to it as well. Um, the kids ministry has been doing some great stuff with gingerbread bash and, uh, you know, trunk or treat and other stuff like that. Sure. So the kids are, have a lot of great stuff going on. And then we have a great active seniors group yep. called Encore oh, that yeah. is connecting yeah. seniors. I know you've connected there. Yeah. And, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with with them. Yeah, so there's a lot, of, a lot of great stuff going on. But again, I just want to go back to that main point of experiencing the joy of, of life is when you get outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. And so if you're feeling hesitant about coming, it's outside of your comfort zone, just want to encourage you to, Take that step and see what what God does when you when you show up. Absolutely. Well, we've talked about the church. Uh, uh, give us the address if um, they want to go online and and learn more about yeah. True Hope or to listen online to a service. Yeah, yeah. So we got two other campuses: one in Nampa, one off Collistern State, and then downtown. So you can find out all that information on our website at www. Dot Jesus is true hope.com. Mm-hmm. Jesus is true hope.com. Yes, yes. And our series this Christmas is this idea of hope for all. Yeah. How Christ came to give hope for all. Yeah, hope is the deal. Yes. 
Hope is the deal. Yep, yep. That's what we want to give people. Well, Jim, this has been uh, delightful and interesting, and uh, we've got just a couple minutes left. But um, what else comes to your mind now when you're talking about church or community things that we're bringing people together and yeah what else comes to mind i I just want to encourage people that if you're going through a really difficult time Mm -hmm. if you're going through loss if you're going through grief if something horrible has happened in your life that you don't have to have all your ducks in a row you don't have to have things together to come uh, we just had a gal that uh, lost her son to suicide recently, oh, wow. and um, she was not there for a couple weeks, and she came yeah. back, and she was like, I don't know if I can make it, and we're like, it's okay. It, we're not expecting you to have it all together, yep. and um, if God doesn't expect us to have it all together when he wants us to come to him, I think of my kids. If they mess up or don't have it all together, I don't yep. want them to wait a couple days or try to have a good rhythm under their belt to come back to me. No, I want them to come with their mess. And yeah. and Jesus wants us to come in our mess to him. So yeah. yeah, there's no dressing up or being fancy. It's it's coming as we are. Yep. And uh, people wrapping arms around each other and going through the, diff- the difficult times, but also celebrating the great times. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and Satan may want to use our problems to discourage us. Right. But God wants to use those things to develop us and yeah. to sharpen us and to help us be who we are. And for me and my journey, I, I, we're running out of time, so I don't have time to talk all about it. But I found out that God uses my brokenness more than my strengths mm-hmm. uh, to help connect other people. And when you hear me teach, I sometimes talk about those things. Sure, sure. That, and it's in that brokenness where God tends to work the most. People relate to that. People yeah. relate to that, you know, and. I always uh, I'm talking about encouragement. You know, that's what was my my book was all about is encouraging people and and giving them hope. And uh, boy, that's that's the message out there. Yes, yeah, yes, that's sure. the message of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are you going to do for Christmas? Uh, we're going to be in town, but we're going to head out of town a couple of days after Christmas uh, with uh, Kelly's dad and her stepmom to see some of uh, stepmom's family in Eastern Idaho. Oh, good. And so, we're going to enjoy that. It should be good. It should be great. Well, just want to say, you and Kelly are a great team at True Hope, and. Uh, uh, doing a lot of good things with for people there, and uh, boy, we want to see it continue and and uh, what you're doing, and just Lord bless you and keep you and keep doing what you're doing. We we just love it. Well, thank you, Skip. It's an honor to be here, and just so grateful to be be a friend to you and to to you know see you in Virginia and the ministry that you're doing to encourage and equip people and coach them up. Coach them up. That's the that's the pets. The password is coach them up. So. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again, Jim, and uh, have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you. Game plan for life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors: Hollingshead Eye Center. See the difference experience makes. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver. A reliable source for your bullion investment. Dominoes. Oh yes, we did. Rocket Express Car Wash. It's a blast. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body. Someone you can trust. Canyon County Habitat for Humanity. Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. And Idaho Window Tinting. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. 
Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.